This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Mint Mobile has reimagined the wireless shopping experience and made it way easier. There's no stores, no salespeople, no nonsense. Just a huge savings on the nation's largest, most reliable 5G network. With plans as low as $15 a month, you have unlimited talk, unlimited text, and you can find the perfect data plan that suits you. You can even bring your old phone if you're still used to it. Or if you want to get rid of your old phone and upgrade, Mint Mobile has a large selection of phones for you to choose from. Just follow the link for Mint Mobile in the description of this podcast. Check out the plans and the opportunities for you to save some money with your new wireless service. Go to mintmobile.com today. Now, Laura Hope in the Arc Tones, would you please help me get this started? Hey, bartender, pass me a drink. The reason that I'm here is I need time to think. All the ways of Welcome back to Hey Bartender Podcast. This podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience. Oh, not really. I'm just a big fan of whenever they used to say that back in the 80s. Uh, so how's everybody doing tonight? Everybody sit back, relax, having a drink. Let's enjoy our time together. I'm just, deci- I decided to, hey, how's it going up mixed with, with TGM, Mr. Subber- Subham? Subham? Yeah, that's you. Um, I just decided to try to record one of these things while doing an Instagram Live. And uh, we'll just, this is my first time trying to record and do an Instagram live at the same time. So let's just uh, see what's going on. If you hit me up, there's a good chance that you might be uh, able to be on the show. Yeah, this will be cool. Uh, But anyway, so uh, what's going on mixed up with TGM? Uh, uh, I've been watching a bunch of your videos lately. You've been getting, you're a big promoter for Jägermeister and... Uh, Glitter Punk just joined. Hey, what's up, Glitter Punk? Anyway, so, uh, anyway, I was just goofing around earlier today. I was supposed to have a guest on this week's show, but scheduling conflicts kind of happened, and it'll be back uh, the next episode. Uh, He's a pretty cool guy. Uh, He is the guy that uh, is doing a new style of rum called Rock Sound Rum. If you wait till next Saturday, you'll be able to hear... uh, the podcast when I talked to him he was a really cool guy really smart and you'll want to uh you'll want to catch that how's it going yeah I hash uh yeah mixed up TGM's uh uh promoting hashtag save the night hashtag save the stage um so uh yeah if you want to find out more about that go find, uh go check him out on either uh Instagram or TikTok he has a lot of stuff on that that I've seen earlier today I don't know much about it, so uh, but uh, yeah, go hit up mixed up with TGM. So I, you know, without preparation, without a, another podcast ready to go, I decided, you know, should I let this week go? But I really want to talk to the people. Well, let's see, what do I talk about? And you know, I uh, went through all my notes recently, and I, uh, you know, stuff that just pops into my head and suddenly or. Uh, stuff that I witness while I'm at a restaurant or something like that. And something popped into my head recently that I thought was kind of funny. Um, hey, keep them cozy. Um, I just all of a sudden started thinking about the those days back. Uh, see, when I worked at a mom-and-pop-owned uh, 
restaurant. It uh, there was no corporate involved, and we had a cordless phone. Uh, and every once in a while, the server. Uh, I tried to avoid answering the phone as much as possible. Uh, but uh, the server would just leave the phone wherever she felt like it. Or if a customer, this was back in the days where not everybody had a cell phone. A lot of people had cell phones, but not everybody. I was still using a Nokia 5100 series at this time. But so that was probably around 2001, 2000. Yeah. Uh, um, but uh, we had a uh, cordless phone sitting on the bar and Every once in a while, you get those customers that are, uh, they, well, just a reminder, Instagram is running on here. It's news uh, to us. Hey, what's happening? It's news to us. Glad you're here. Um, but uh, every once in a while, the customers would take uh, take that for granted. And, you know, all of a sudden they think, well, I'm a good customer. I can answer the phone too. And, you know, there are two stories that popped in my head that uh, kind of pissed me off on multiple levels. Now, you know, uh, I'm coming up with all these negative energy stories on my podcast, and I'm really trying to fix that. I'm really trying to uh, think of fun things, uh, cool things that happened when I was working behind the bar. But somehow the negative energy comes forward. I'm trying to fix that. I really am. But uh, the first story, the phone was sitting out, and... Uh, the, this customer, she, the phone started ringing and the customer just all of a sudden decided to answer it and she picks it up. Uh, hello. And the name of the bar that I used to work at, I, I don't want to say the name of the place, even though it doesn't exist anymore, but they, uh, she picked it up and, uh, said hello. And then, uh, told the server that there was a phone call for somebody, uh, that actually works there or, or asked her is Mike or uh okay uh that should be well generic name but uh is the owner or his daughter working here and we took the phone away from her and said what the hell are you doing answering our business phone for and she goes what are you talking about i it was right here it just started ringing and i we started going off on her about what the hell you do you actually think it's okay for you to answer our business phone what makes you think that you have the right to pick up the business phone? And she started crying, crying right there at the bar. Can you believe that? And uh, so all of a sudden the manager, uh, the, the manager, well, I don't know if he, the owner, I think we can get away with calling him the owner because his daughter was more of the manager than he was, even though he showed up at the restaurant more often than she did. That's weird. But uh, she, uh, the owner walked by her and she's sitting there crying saying, how come, uh, how come they yelled at me like that? And the manager did exactly what I didn't want him to do. Didn't want him to do whatsoever. You know what he said? He said, well, did you answer it? Hi, this is at whatever, uh, at the name of the bar that we were working at. And she's sitting there, uh, sitting there going, well, yeah. And he goes, well, I don't see any problem with that. And I'm like, what the hell? Do you just want any of your customers answering the phone, taking business calls? And, you know, what if they get a phone call from somebody that's important that we actually need to talk to? And she uh, and she screws something up for us. You know, we mess up with a distributor or but that boss didn't think of anything like that. Why? Because that boss that I had 
was extremely afraid of confrontation. He hated con- uh, confronting anybody. He wrote notes to all of his employees all the time for uh, for things. Uh, sorry, I'm getting myself centered on the camera a little bit. I look weird. And I can't even stare at the camera right. Sorry for you people that are listening to this on your, uh, on your podcast network. But uh, yeah, just a reminder, I'm doing this on Instagram at the same time. Uh, but the boss was so afraid of confrontation. He, he didn't talk to us about whenever there were problems at the bar, he would just write notes and leave them for us to find. And, you know, there, there were a number of times where I even got notes where I thought I was helping out and I got a nasty note back after he said, Hey, how's it going? And walk right past me uh, out to his car because generally whenever, uh, me or Shannon showed up to the bar, uh, uh, he had one foot out the door because he pretty much knew we were going to take care of things. But, uh, it's, he, uh, basically told the customer avoiding conflict once again. Yeah. Answer the phone. If you want, if you were nearby, as long as you answer it, uh, uh, as a business line as this business, that's totally cool with me. And I was, oh, for the love of God, we don't need all of our customers answering our phone like that. That's just ridiculous. But, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, the manager he pretty much handles things on his own, and uh, it, uh, it's his business, not mine. And I, she wasn't even that great of a customer, if you ask me. I mean, she was one of those customers that uh, would harass you constantly, a customer that would, uh, as soon as 6.59, right before last call came out, uh, she would, uh, at six fifty nine she would order, or maybe six, uh, like five forty five she would order uh, Long Island iced tea at happy hour price. But then she's not even a quarter of the way through the drink, and she sticks out the money for another one, and says, uh, "That money was out there before six o'clock, so technically I can still get it at uh, happy hour price." And she would actually argue with my waitresses about that. She said, well, I had the money out, and you just weren't around, so that, uh, you're supposed to give it to me at happy hour prices. But she made the big mistake one day of uh, saying that to me, where I said, well, I'm sorry, I can't do that. I got a point of sale system that has a timer on it. So if you don't walk up to me or get my attention, like everybody else sitting at this bar, you're screwed. You don't get it at happy hour prices anymore. And of course that made her cry. And then she went, uh, went to the manager telling him that I yelled at her, which I got accused of that a lot. But, uh, you know, ask any of my friends that have, uh, that have worked with me, except for maybe one or two that, uh, I, I never yelled at my customers, not ever, just because, you know, you, you got to deal with good customer service. You got to, uh, treat people equally. You got to do all this stuff in order to maintain business and good customer service. It's, uh, but I never yelled, assaulted, or uh, well, you no. Know, some people I did call goofy names, but for the most part, they enjoyed that. Yeah, I don't know. But the next, uh, the next phone call that uh, I received, or a customer received, and not me. This was just flat out stupid. Because uh, a lot of the customers, like I said, not everybody had cell phones in 2001. It, uh, I know 
some of you bartenders out there think, oh my God, how did they live without a cell phone? You know, we just got by. That's just the way it is. And because uh, cell phones weren't extremely affordable still at that point. But, uh, you know, some people saved their money and got themselves a Nokia 5100 series, like me. But uh, the next one, this guy walks up to the, it's pool night. And he walks up to uh, Shannon and says, uh, hey, can I borrow the phone? And Shannon would let him borrow the phone. And I never liked it personally that they would take the phone and walk over to a pool table, you know, good 20, 30 yards away and feel like that they had to conduct their business or tell somebody where they were, what they were doing all the time. Uh, I, I didn't like that they took the phone away because odds are they weren't going to come back with it right away. They were going to leave it on their table, work on their pool shot, and then never come back because they forgot they had the phone. But this was uh, a real interesting moment because uh, I was working alone one night and uh, one guy walked up to me and I did it. Uh, he walked up and said, hey, can I get the phone? And I said, sure, handed it to him. And so he uh, gets on the phone, starts talking to somebody, wanders off. And then he puts the phone down on the table that he's at and works on his pool shot, you know, or, you know, trying to uh, play a little bit of pool and maybe had some money on the line, something, something stupid. And then unbeknownst to me, all of a sudden the phone rang and he gets on the phone and then brings the phone back to me. I didn't know he had the phone. I didn't know he answered it. And all of a sudden, he comes walking back up to me, hands me the phone, and then he walks back to his table. And then I get a call from my waitress. Uh, the phone rings again. I, uh, I pick up the phone. This is Anthony. And they, my waitress all of a sudden calls me up and says, Hey, did you tell, uh, who, did you tell my husband that I cheat on him? And I went, what are you talking about? And she was like, I, uh, my husband just called to find out where I was, if I was there to get my paycheck. And he said, whoever was on the line, she said it was a man. And, uh, and you're the only one working there right now. It was on the other side of the line and said, Hey, uh, did you know that your, uh, uh, your wife, I'm not going to say her name. He actually said her name in this conversation. Do you know your wife actually cheated on you or fools around behind your back or whatever, something like that. And uh, so of course, in an insecure relationship like they were in, uh, he had to confront her about that, which turned her around and had to confront me. And I was pissed. And uh, since I knew who, uh, who was talking to him, I, well, first I had to calm the, the girl down. I said, look, I didn't call the phone. I never talked to your husband. And, uh, I, I didn't pick up the phone. I didn't talk to your husband. And I don't know what else to tell you because uh, I didn't talk to him. And she, uh, she says, you have no business. And I said, I agree. I don't have any business to talk, uh, talk to your husband and say things like that. And uh, so she eventually got off the phone. We never spoke of it again, but when, uh, the, the pool player came back, he came up to me and said, uh, I said, what the hell are you doing answering my phone? And he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. And I said, I just got a call from my waitress 
saying that her husband talked to her and she, uh, he and somebody, not me, told him that she fools around on her husband behind his back. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He was the only one with the phone and he was the only one that asked for the phone. And I'm pretty sure he was the only one that knew that she actually did fool around with her husband. One of those things, huh? But, you know, oh, probably none of the, uh, probably uh, all you uh, Billie Eilish fans that are uh, just started your bartending life and server life, you probably don't loan out the phone that much anymore because everybody's got their own cell phone. And, you know, there's no need for that anymore. But bars and restaurants still do have phones behind the bar in case we need to call a cab, in case, you know, for emergency reasons mostly, uh, like 911. So, because calling on a cell phone is a lot uh, harder to get the police to show up than on a landline. No more live people on Instagram right now. Bummer. Yeah, I don't do this whole Instagram thing uh, very often. Uh, maybe that's probably because uh, uh, the reason why I'm not getting any people jumping on to say hi or anything like that is just because... Uh, I never do this, and it's the first time that I've ever really done it. And maybe if I did it a little bit more regularly, like for a Sunday night show or uh, for the Wednesday night show, this uh, I'd get more people on here. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Closest thing to Hey Bartender podcast, the TV show I'll get. <laughs> but, you know, customers you know take a lot of liberties. I mean... How many customers out there can you guys think of that you've had that act walk around, act like they own the place? They'll automatically walk behind the bar to go talk to the owner or the manager, or uh, they think that they can stand behind the bar and talk to the bartender or something, you know, and have a conversation with the bartender. No, no, people, you shouldn't let people do that because technically behind the bar, it's private property. That's your space. And... Uh, nobody should be invading that space because uh, that's a place of business. We've got money back there. We've got liquor back there. we got a bunch of stuff behind the bar that everybody wants with the exception of, well, uh, with the exception of, uh, you know, cars, you know, nice cars at least. I mean, maybe the bartender that you, uh, maybe the bartender that you work with or you are, you're the bartender or server and it happens to be one of those people that drives a Tesla or a, a Ferrari or a nice Audi or something like that. I, I used to uh, work with a guy a long time ago who brought uh, bought the next year's Mustang uh, when he while he was bartending. And uh, that restaurant had such shitty business. I kept sitting back thinking, how the hell can you afford that? Turned out that his fiance uh, bought it for him. Good for him. I want to take a second to talk about the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped.com. It contains the Lawnmower 4.0, an all-new skin-safe electric trimmer, the Weed Whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, Crop Reserver, anti-chafing ball deodorant, Crop Reviver, ball spray toner, Magic Mats, disposable shaving mats. It also contains two free gifts, the Shed, which is a travel bag to keep everything in, and Manscaped Boxers, anti-chafing boxers. Go to manscaped.com right now and use promo code HEYBARTENDER at checkout and get 20% off your entire order plus free shipping. 
You can't beat that. 20% off plus free shipping. It's coming up on Christmas time. It would be the perfect gift for that man in your life. Or if you just need it for yourself, just so you can feel a little bit better, a little bit more secure, go to manscaped.com and use promo code HEYBARTENDER to get 20% off plus free shipping. Go there today. Hey, bartender. But sometimes the customers, you know, really they know the place better than most of us uh, bartenders and servers do. I mean, technically they do. They, uh, uh, they've probably been there longer than most of us. They probably rubbed elbows with, or other things with your bar manager. And it's, they probably do know the place better than most of the employees just because they've been there longer, but they don't work there. But some of them actually sit back and think, well, you know, I'm a loyal customer, so uh, I get more privileges than any other person that actually buys food or, you know, because I'm part of the pool team. That makes me a uh, employee of the bar or, you know, whatever else. I had I had one night where this dude, uh, all he was is just part of the pool team. That's it. And we were trying to close up on a Saturday night, and we had a deal with the local pizza joint. After their drivers were done, as long as they called before 1 o'clock, they could call us and ask us to uh, leave a couple beers on on the bar for them. But we, with the uh, very strict reminder, as they picked up the beers when they got up, got to the bar, they had to finish them by 1.30 because that's when you have to pull all the drinks in that particular bar that I worked at. Well, this one dude who's just a pool team member... And he starts pulling drinks. There's no reason for it. We had a deal with those customers and they tipped well and they were very nice, generous, but they, uh, they were sitting trying, you know, just enjoying their one drink before they headed home. And all of a sudden a guy that does not work there starts pulling their drinks saying, Hey, uh, you need to leave right now. And then comes me yelling across the bar, hey, what the hell? You don't work here. Uh, he goes, I'm a bouncer. And I said, not at this bar. And he goes, I'm a bouncer everywhere. Yeah, sure, the guy could have taken me out. I, uh, that's, I'm not going to try to even debate that. But, uh, yeah, he, uh, he was sitting there. I, eventually, I, uh, Shannon got him to, well, more his uh, girlfriend at the time, got him to leave. And, you know, it's like, come on, you're, uh, you're drunk. You're angry because you lost all your pool matches tonight. Uh, it's time, it's time for us to go. And he's just like, Hey, uh, let me get these drinks first. And I, I said, dude, you leave their drinks alone. And, uh, uh, thankfully his girlfriend, really nice girl took him, uh, out, took him out to the car and drove him home for the night. And, you know, it's just situations like that where the customers take advantage of us and just because oh i'm a regular customer i uh, i can do whatever i want and it's and they forget i can 86 them for whatever i damn well feel like it unless situations come up like when the manager is friends with them or the manager thinks they're cute or whatever or the manager wants them to keep quiet that they actually had sex one night and uh where sh- they say hey they go up to the manager and say, hey, I got kicked out of the bar last night. They told me I was 86. And she says, oh, it's all right. Tell them, uh, tell them I could, I said, you can come back in. 
And then every, every power that you thought you had, every instance of, uh, you know, you know, uh, big decisions that you have to make when the managers aren't there has all gone away. And, uh, and so technically at that bar, the customers did have the power. I mean, we are because the management was not smart enough to back up their employees uh, and too chicken shit to uh, tell their customers, hey, you screwed up. You got to pay the price. And it's just one of those things, you know. Of course, customers, yeah, they uh, they know more than you, you uh, especially the their own alcohol tolerance. I mean, you can sit and watch these customers all day long. And as you serve them as a bartender or server, you you know where the line is drawn with every single one of them. Uh, I've told you about the guy at one of the bars I worked at that would hold his hand out and say, uh, I'm perfectly fine. See, uh, the people watching on Instagram actually can see my hand shaking, so that's a bad example. But his hand, he'd stick his hand out and he said, see, steady as a rock. But uh, uh, that, that was usually the sign that uh, he was drunk when his hands were very steady when the DTs were gone and we just tell him, look, you've had enough, dude. He, uh, he was the kind of customer that, uh, he'd walk up and say, give me a Bud Light and you might as well pour two because the time, by the time you finish pouring the second one, he's already done with the first one. It, It was, you know, one of those guys. And, uh, we, we got pretty good at watching him and he would, only get mad at certain bartenders or servers. He left, uh, he left or wouldn't cause as much of a fuss with certain bartenders. Not me. He would cause a big fuss with me, but, uh, when other bartenders, he would still cause a little bit of a fuss, you know, like a whiny baby. But, uh, other than that, you know, they just pretty much, uh, he just pretty much was uh, let him be. I mean, you know, you down that many beers that quickly. And this is, this guy made his rounds around the whole town, have a couple beers here, have a couple beers there. And, uh, he, uh, he, yeah. Uh, town alcoholic, not in the top five, but maybe in the top 10. Yeah. But you know, the customers in the year 2021, 2020, well, according to social media, at least uh, all these customers sit back and think that they know everything and anything about uh, how a business should be run, how a customer should be treated. And you know what? I sit back and think a customer should be treated like a eight year old kid. You know, if you try to talk to them, you try to calm them down. But if they just won't come down, you got to spank the fuck out of them. That's just my uh, my worthless opinion on that. And maybe a little harsh of an opinion because uh, you know, I've been, I've seen way too many TikTok videos, Instagram videos of people completely freaking out because they have to wear a mask or somebody uh, parked their car too close to theirs, or they parked their car too close to another car and they couldn't get in their car or out of their car. One of the two, a lot of really confusing videos out there, but uh yeah, the customers, they're very judgmental nowadays, and they sit back and think, well, I'm in control. The customer is always right. You know what? A more, majority of the time, 
But if a customer comes into uh, Best Buy and says, I saw that uh, the Xbox, uh, whatever, the or the PlayStation 5 was $5. And do you think Best Buy can tell them that they're right? No. <laughs> so the customer's not always right. Customer's usually pretty much a jerk. What's up, Justin Sanchez official? Yeah, just had him join the Instagram live show. Hey, Justin, I'm film, uh, filming myself uh, recording a podcast right now with ands and ums and everything. It's pretty cool. But uh, where were we now? Now I lost my train of thought. And yeah, customers uh, like to uh, like to think they know everything, and they are extremely judgmental on how they think a business should run. Yeah, the customers used that used to come into my bar. They sat back and thought, you know, as if they were a business major. This isn't how a business should be run. Business should be done like this. Business should be done like that. Uh, Justin Sanchez says, "I love it. Keep up the great work. I appreciate it, man. Uh, thank you so much." Uh, but the customers, you know, they're they're automatically like business majors or something like that. And then when it comes down to it, you uh, ask them. So what do you do for a living? And they go, I restock the shelves at Hollywood Video. Back when Hollywood Video used to exist. It doesn't exist anymore. Some of you Billie Eilish fans don't don't bother looking for it now. I'm not making fun of Billie Eilish. I'm just that's the that's the uh youngest craze that I can think of right now, uh, music craze that I can think of. Back in the eighties I would have called you uh new kids on the block fans. Or in the seventies, Donnie and Marie fans, you know. It goes with generational gaps. I don't know. I mean, when dealing with customers, I mean, we go, we jump through hoops. Sometimes we have to uh, be cool and try to get to know somebody uh, in order for them to become a regular customer. I was not the greatest at that. I've worked with bartenders and waitresses that were absolute masters at it. And uh, they, they knew what to do. They knew how to act. They knew how to smell somebody out and figure out how am I going to, they, they woke up that morning saying, okay, how am I going to become this complete stranger's friend? And I tried my hardest to learn, uh, learn that trait, but I had the hardest time talking to some of the people that, uh, I have absolutely no interest in talking to. Uh, I mean, there, there was only, uh, I, you guys have, you, I've told you a thousand times that I'm not, not, not a sports fan, but there was one guy who I talked to that was a diehard Mets fan. And uh, how to tell you how you tell the difference between a Mets fan and uh, a Yankees fan or any other fan in, uh, uh, in major league baseball, Mets fans are the only fans that wear the Mets hats because the colors don't go with anything orange and blue. And they're not uh trendy or anything like that. So if you find somebody wearing a Mets hat, uh, odds are the odds are really good that they are a true Mets fan. And I brought that little detail up to that guy and he says, absolutely diehard. I hate the Yankees. And we didn't have to stick on the subject of the Mets the whole time, but he and I ended up, you know, conversing about music movies, my wheelhouse basically. And that's, and that's how he and I got to know each other fairly well. Uh, other customers, you kind of have to uh, clue in your uh, uh, clue in your coworkers that they're good people, and 
uh, in most cases, uh, my coworkers had to clue me in that these people were good people. I'm, I'm not a very nice guy, but uh, they they clue me in to let these people know. But on one case that I had to clue them in, uh, there was this one guy that came into my bar. I knew him from the previous bar that I worked at, and uh, I, I said, hey, how you doing, man? I'll be right with you. And then my waitress decides while she's standing and uh, talking to some of my bar customers to start taking customers and while I was changing out a keg. And she looks at this guy and says, I'm sorry, I can't serve you. And he's like, uh, why not? I just got here. And she's like, you look drunk. And all of a sudden, I pop out of the walk-in. And he and she goes, Anthony, does he look drunk to you? And I said, no, he looks like a welder that's uh, that's worked all day. She goes, his eyes are red. And I said, you ever welded in your life? And she's like, well, no. And I said, he's fine. I'll vouch for him. And... So she never apologized for that, although she uh, did serve a lot of customers that weren't questionable. Uh, and I kept saying, "Are you sure you should be giving him that beer?" Oh, it's okay. I know them. Oh, it's okay. He, you know, uh, does he have an idea? Oh, it's okay. I know who they are. That's the same girl that tried to overpower me when I ad- it tried to eighty six somebody. Uh, she, uh, yes, he was a long, long time customer. But he got in a fight in my bar. And the longstanding rule at that particular bar is if there is any question on any call on the pool table, pick a number between 85 and 87. And uh, so uh, she sat there and said, but he's been a longtime customer. You can't 86 him. And I said, company rule. I can't let him stay here or let him come back. He's been in a fight in the bar. I have to 86 him. Of course, he had to go to jail that night, too. He was having a rough day. But... Uh, she was. She went over to him and said, "Don't worry about it. I'll get you back in." And then she went running to the uh, our manager, and he's like, uh, "What? There was a fight. Uh, the cops had to be called. Was the videotape stopped? Uh, you think he's a good customer, so he uh, he should be allowed back in? Uh, no, he's been in a fight. That's the longstanding rule. Pick a number between eighty five and eighty seven. Can't do anything for you. Hands are tied." And uh, she never spoke to me about it again. That's what a lot of people tend to do, uh, I've noticed, uh, at least back in those days when I'm right. Uh, they don't ever come back up to me and tell me, uh, okay, sorry, uh, you did what you were supposed to do, as hard as that was most of the time. Well, anyway, that's, uh, that's a half hour's worth of uh, Instagram live feed. Anyway, people, remember... If you want to get a hold of me, all you have to do is email me, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com, or DM me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all of those. I'm at Hey Bartender Podcast. Like my flag? I'm at Hey Bartender Podcast. If you want to be a guest on the show or anything like that, just let me know. We can arrange something. If you've worked in the service industry, uh, give me a, drop me a message. We can talk. Um, also, uh, my birthday's coming up, so if any of you wants to send me a present or anything like that, I've got a cash app available. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I, why am I saying sorry for that? I have a cash app available. Uh, link is in the bio of Instagram. Uh, if you want to send me anything, uh, P.O. Box 12148, Odessa, Texas, 79763. Any messages that you want to send me whatsoever, all messages will be responded to guaranteed. I promise it, it will be brought up on the show. 
or if it uh, if it scares me too much, probably won't be brought on the show, but uh, it'll be talked about. Or I'll talk to you about it, not just uh, ignore you completely. Um, so anyway... Uh, with that, as usual, people, some of you people on that are watching me live on Instagram right now, uh, I just go to wish you all lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness, and don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. What do you mean it's last go? I just got here.